The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Sukkah has been dedicated by Celia and Isaac Jamal. Hashem Alehem Yehu Amen for the Hatzlecha of their dear children. May they see much nachat from all of them. May they all grow up and get married in the right time and have children healthily, happily with berachah vatzlacha. And may they see uh, descendants and descendants of their descendants. Ad bi'ad go'el sedek. Amen. The Masechet has also been dedicated Le'ilu Nishmat Sarah Bat Adel Ruach Hashem Tanihena Began Eden Amen Again by Celia and Isaac Jamal To school the Mitzvot Today's daf has been dedicated by Mr. Isaac Shehebad In honor of his parents Jack and Marilyn Hashem Alehem Yichyu Amen Daf Mem Zayin Today's daf has been studied Le'ilu Nishmat Avraham Ben Esther Today's daf is being studied. We begin today's daf on Mem Vav Amut Sheni, and uh, we start from the words Uflukta. It's parallel to the Tosafot. Dibura Matil Etrog. And we begin with Uflukta. Uh, and the Gemara begins Uflukta, the Rabbi Yohanan, the Rabbi Shimon, Ben Lakish. We had a machloket regarding the Etrog's status on the uh, last day, on the seventh day of Sukkot. One opinion we said, said that since the etrog is huksal mitzvato, once the mitzvah is done, so it's not mukhsa anymore. It's not off limits anymore. So in the morning, after the seventh day, shank to the laven the etrog, you can eat the etrog. The other opinion said no, that uh, it's huksal l'shva. And therefore, you have to wait until the seven days finished. And only then you'd be able to benefit eat from the etrog. That's the machlok that we learned yesterday between uh, Rishtakish and Rabbi Hanan. Rishtakish said etrog afilu b'shivii na mutar, whereas Rabbi Hanan was the one that said etrog b'shivii is asur. So now the Gemara says uflukta Rabbi Hanan v'Rabbi Shimon ben Nakish. The etmar we have a similar machloket. The following case. The guy, he took seven etrogim. One for each day of Sukkot. So, each one, you could be Yotseba, respectively, on each day. And right after Yotseba, you eat it. The Rav Aseh Amar, Kolachat v'achat yotzeba ve'ochla lemachar. So Rav Aseh says, no. You can yotzeh with the respective etrog on that day, but you can't eat it till the next day. Oh, so you see over here, we have a seemingly similar machloket. And the Gavara says, Bebaika bepligi, mor sabah lemitzvata et katsai. The first opinion says, usuksal mitzvah. So therefore, once you take the etrog number one, and you yotzeh with it on day number one, you finish with it. Now you have six more etrogim. So then I don't need this etrog anymore for the mitzvah. Once the mitzvah is over, you can eat it immediately. So that would be like the opinion of the shtakish. And Mor Sabah says, no, the mitzvah is etkatsai for the entire day. So therefore, once you uh, use it on, let's say, the first day, you will not be able to benefit it until uh, the next day. And so that's the, uh, that's the logic. Now, uh, Rashi says, since we have Rav Aseh and Rabbi Yohanan in the same opinion, 
Hilcheta kivatayud. Alakha indeed follows them. The asura b'shivii umuteret b'shemini. So the etrog indeed is going to be asur on the seventh day, like Rabbi Yohanan, but become permissible on the eighth day. Now the Gemara is going to discuss the situation, the situation of people that are outside Eretz Israel. We're now discussing till now Eretz Israel was only eight days, seven days Sukkot, eight day Shemini Atzeret. So the Gemara now says, the Anan, meaning us that are in Bavel, outside of Eretz Israel, the Itlan, today Yomei, we have two days. Which means the eighth day of Shemini Asir, it really is a Safik. It might be the seventh, correct? Because we have a Safik uh, Yomah. Echi Avdina. How do we do? So, Amar Abayir, Shemini Safik Shivi'i Asur. On the eighth day, which is a Safik of the seventh day, so the Yatrog is going to be Asur. But the ninth day, which is a safik, nine, safik, eight, so then the Yitro will be mutar. More more amar, afilu shemini safik shvi'i mutar. So he comes along and says that even on the eighth day, that is a safik of the shvi'i, the Yitro is mutar. Uh, we'll see now. Besura, in sura, they followed Moremor's opinion and they ate their etrogim on the eighth day. Rav Shisha Bered Rav Idi Avid Kabaye. On the eighth day was Asur. Vilcheta Kabaye. And Alakha indeed follows the opinion of Abaye that in Osla Aris, the eighth day, which is Safik, Shivi'i, the etrog indeed is Asur. Okay. Now, the logic of Moremor, why he says on the eighth day Yitrog is permissible, because bottom line, since it's Huxale Mitzvato, he'll hold, and since the Mitzvah is not on the eighth day, give it to Safek Shivi'i. We don't shake the Lulav and Yitrog on the eighth day, so therefore it is, uh, it is Mutar. Whereas the Abaye's opinion is, even though we don't shake it on the uh, eighth day, but since it was Huxale, for the seven days of Sukkot, and this might be one of the seven days of Sukkot, the eighth day, so therefore it's Huksa'ah for the uh, holiday, for the seven days, and therefore it's going to be Asur as well on the eighth day. <coughs> okay, we continue. Comes the Gemara and says, Amar Rav Yehuda Bered Rav Shemuel Bar Shelat Mishemed Rav Shemini Safek Shvi'i The eighth day, which is the Safek of the seventh Shvi'i LeSukkah, we treat it like the seventh day LeGabe Sukkah, meaning that you have to sit in the Sukkah that day. Ushmini LeBracha, but it's the eighth day LeAnyan Beracha. Which means when you say Birkat Mazon, when you pray the Amidah, you say Yom Shemini Hag Atzeret Azeh. That she says Shvi'i LeSukkah, Kedem Mefarech LeKaman, VeShmini LeBracha, SheOmer BeTfilah UBirkat Mazon VeKidush Et Yom Shemini Hag Atzeret Azeh. So that's the first opinion. Rav Yehuda Bered Rav Shemuel Bar Shelat, Meshemed Rab, and the eighth day we treat it like the seventh day regarding certain things. And we treat it like the eighth day regarding certain things. Legabe sukkah, seventh. That's in the sukkah. Legabe the hag. Shmini hag. I said it. We treat it like the eighth day. Good. That's the opinion of Rav Yehuda Bered Rav Shmuel Bar Shelat. Rav Yohanan Amar Shmini Lazeh VeLazeh. He says no. It's the eighth day for everything. Lazeh VeLazeh. That's she. Even the Anyan Sukkah, now the Gemara explains. Mativ, regarding sitting in the Sukkah, Mativ, regarding sitting in the Sukkah, everybody agrees you got to sit in the Sukkah on the eighth day. Even the Yohanan that treats the eighth day 
for uh, of Shemini Al Seret, the eighth day for everything, he still agrees you got to sit in the sukkah. So what's the mahloket then? Kipeligi neberuche. The mahloket is, do you make the beracha when you sit in the sukkah leshem basukkah? Lemad amar shivi'i leshukkah. Point of Yehuda that says it's the seventh day for sukkah. Beruche nami mevarchina. You actually. Sit in the sukkah with a berakah l'shem basukkah. The man that was shemini l'zeh v'lazeh, but according to opinion, since you treat it like the eighth day, you sit in the sukkah. But beruche lo mevarchinan. That's it. Beruche lo mevarchinan. Top line. The sheminiu. It's the eighth day. The end sham. The end shem sukkot alav. It's not called sukkot. Da'inu l'zeh v'lazeh. The sukkah the lo mevarchinan the berakah. Which is what Rabbi Yohanan said, it's the eighth day. For sukkah, it means you sit in the sukkah. But it's the eighth day that you don't make a beracha when you sit in the sukkah. And then when he said, lebracha, lebracha means you, you, and all the tefillot, you say, yom shemini hag, atzeret. That's the way. Take Rabbi Yohanan. Follow Rabbi Yohanan. Deravuna barbizna vechol gedolei hador. We have a story of Rabbi Yehuda barbizna with all the gedolim. Ikleu besukah b'shemini safek shviyi. They sat in this day. We got to the sukkah on the eighth day, which is safek shviyi. Meta vavu yatve, and they sat in the sukkah. Beruche la beriche, but they didn't make a beracha. So you see already you have a tradition from all the rabbis that they followed Rabbi Yohanan's opinion. You sit in the sukkah on the eighth day, but you don't make a beracha. So the Gemara sold it. V'dil ma'asvira lehu keman de'amar kevan shebirech yom tov rishon shuv eno mevarech. Who told you that the reason why they didn't make a uh, beracha is because they held it's shemini safek shvi'i and therefore they hold like Rabbi Yohanan that you sit in the sukkah and make a beracha. Maybe they hold of the opinions that once you made the beracha on the first day of Yom Tov, we had that opinion. But once you make the beracha on the first day of Yom Tov, you're covered for the rest of the holiday. So therefore, you have no proof. Which means if they hold, you got to make a beracha every day. So now you have a proof that you told me on the eighth day they didn't make the beracha. Oh, that must be called Rabbi Hanan. But if they hold, they never make a beracha. Even on the second day of Sukkot, they don't make a beracha in the Sukkah because they hold the opinion that you make the beracha the first day that covers you for the holiday. So maybe that's what they're holding like. So the Gemara says, Gemiri, we have a tradition regarding this story. The Me'afar Atu. They came from the fields. They did not sit in the Sukkah the entire holiday until. Shemini Atzeret. Why? They were out grazing their animals in the fields. And therefore, they did not sit in the sukkah until this point. So therefore, the, this was the first time. So from the fact that they didn't make a beracha, shows us they must hold like the Yohanan. Now you'll ask, well, well, the Gidolim, uh, they were doing farming uh, on the holiday, they didn't sit in the, in the sukkah. Uh, for seven days, they didn't make sukkah until the eighth day. So the Mephashim say, you have to say this was in the times of the Gezerot. Of the Goyim, where they didn't really allow you to sit in the sukkah, you risk your life. So therefore, they had to you know, hide somewhere out in the fields. And you have to say, even in the fields, they weren't able to make huts, because we said really sukkah roim, you could be yotzeh. But still, they couldn't even do that. So they didn't get back to a sukkah safely until the till the eighth day. Now, the Rishonim over here ask a famous question. You're telling me we sit in the sukkah on the eighth day, according to Rabbi Hanan, according to this version. But you're telling me we don't make a beracha. Good. Why then don't we also shake lulav on the eighth day mesefik? Meaning, if you're doing sukkah mesefik, because it's the seventh day, so the chaurah lulav also you should shake it. Don't make a beracha. Do it also mesefik. So uh, there's two different answers that the Rishonim say over here. One answer is that a lulav, if it's not the seventh day, would be mukseh. Lulav on the Arustami Yom Tov, for example, lulav on Shabbat, is mukseh. She's once, you, once you're not allowed to take the lulav, so then the lulav will have a deed of mukseh. So therefore, 
you have a sefek over here, the rabbis weren't going to waive the rule of mukseh misafek. However, sukkah, what's sukkah? She said in the sukkah. Now, though you're not being over any isur to sit in the sukkah. So therefore, they were mahmi by sukkah and mekel by lulav. Now, uh, another tirut that they say is, uh, like was mentioned, sukkah really is the oraita. On every day, sukkah is the oraita. So therefore, they're going to be the oraita. They're going to be mahmir on safek shemini shivi'i. But sheik and lulav, after the first day, it's only with rabbanan. Okay? In, outside the Beit HaMikdash, obviously. So therefore, they're not going to be makpeed on the eighth day. They're going to have to take it with safek, because really the only hayuv is with uh, rabbanan. Okay, so it's basically the two answers that the Mefashim say. Now, regarding Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Yohanan said that in all the tefillot we say Shemini uh, Hagat on the uh, eighth day. But at the same time, we do not make Neshev Basuka. Right, because he says uh, and uh, the logic is because they're not going to make you say at the same time that you're saying why? because a person will come to be mizalzel with shemini atzeret because by saying shemini atzeret in the kiddush guys, okay, then the guy is saying now by saying you're treating it like the seventh day seventh day is and therefore they, he didn't want you to do two contradictory acts by saying Shemini Atzeret Kiddush, then saying the Shem Basukah because that'll cause a very lax attitude. Because people can say, oh, if we're saying the Shem Basukah, it's really Shemini Atzeret, it's really not obviously so uh, so important. It'll come to do Hashem Melacha or something like that. So that's the uh, one of the logics. Okay, it'll come to take away from the sanctity of the Kiddushah of. Yom Tov. Okay, we continue. Now the Gemara gives a different version of this Mahloket. Gemara says, Ika de Amre. See, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines down. Ika de Amre. Beruche kola alma lo peligi de lo mevarchina. Oh. Everybody agrees you don't make a beracha in the sukkah on the eighth day. That's not the subject over here of Mahlok. The Mahlok it is, you even have to sit in the sukkah on the eighth day. According to the opinion that says, That's the Miuda. That says that's to consider the seventh day for sukkah. You have to sit in the sukkah. According to Rabbi Yohanan, that said it's the eighth day for Sukkah and the eighth day for Beracha, Metav Name Lo Yadbinan. So it comes out according to the second version, according to Rabbi Yohanan, you don't even sit in the Sukkah at all on the eighth day. Jeez, everybody agrees Beracha you're not making on the eighth day. That's for sure. The question is, do you have to sit at all? So according to this version, Rabbi Yohanan says eighth day, no, uh, no Hayyuf whatsoever. So comes the Gemara and says, Amar of Yosef, Nekot Rabbi Yohanan biyadecha. When it comes to the halakha, take the opinion of Rabbi Yohanan. Follow Rabbi Yohanan. Why? Demarad deshma'ata mani. Who is the author of the uh, opinion? Rabbi Yehuda bereh derav Shmuel bar shelat. Which means, who argued on him? The opinion that argued on him was Rabbi Yehuda Beret Rav Shmuel Bar Shelat. He was the opinion that said you got to sit in the sukkah on the eighth day. That was Rabbi Hanan's uh, counterpart, yes. And still the Gemara says Ube Shemini Sefik Shvi'i Levar Mesukah Yativ. He himself sat outside the sukkah on the eighth day, which means even the Bar Plukta of Rabbi Hanan retracted. Who does Rabbi Yohanan go against? Rabbi Yudab al-Shilat. Rabbi Yudab al-Shilat said, on the eighth day you have to sit in the uh, sukkah. But the Gibra is saying, Nekot Rabbi Yohanan. Because even his counterpart sat outside the sukkah on the eighth day. And then what do you see? Uh, there's a retraction, there's no argument anymore. Everybody's going to hold that on the eighth day you don't have to sit in the sukkah. 
the question is over here, why don't you sit in the sukkah according to Rabbi Yohanan in the second version? Bottom line, the eighth day is Safik Shivi'i. How do I watch you sit in the sukkah? So, the logic again is, if you're going to sit in the sukkah, it's going to bring zilzul to the eighth day. I mean, the guy is saying, oh, I'm sitting in the sukkah now. I thought today Shivi'i said it. Oh, I'm sitting in the sukkah. It must be really it's the seventh day, and therefore it's not such a serious yom tov, and it's going to come through zilzul. That's the logic. So the mefarshim uh, say over here, the chaura, because of a sefik that a guy might come to be mizalzil, you're going to do away with him. It's from the Torah. We have a sefik Torah over sukkah, but from the Torah. If this is sefik shivii. So the Quran says, to write to the Quran, you got to go sit in the sukkah. So how can the, the be Yohanna uh, make a rule over here and say, well, we're worried it might take away from the uh, spirit of the Alwin spirit. This is a Doraita Mitzvah over here. So the Ritzvah this is a very important answer. He says, you're right. Rabbi Yohanna was not talking about uh, at the time that uh, in Hutzla Aris, where they still had a somewhat of a sefik on what the uh, the last day is, which means there was a time still in Bavil when they were making the uh, calendar by themselves that the shemini is a sefik shemini. As long as it's a sefik, Rabbi Yehuda would agree sit in the sukkah. He was talking for a much later time. After a certain period, the people the calendar was established forever, and they established the calendar until Mashiach. And therefore, when we have, let's say, today, the eighth day of Shemini uh, Atzeret, we know it's the eighth day. Today, for us, it's not anymore a sefik. Now, why do we treat it like a sefik? So we say, since that was the minhag throughout the generations, so we, uh, we treat it like a sefik. So for us, Rabbi Yohanan was saying, where it's no sefik bichlal, it's just from like, you got to treat it like the seventh day, because that was the minhag, you know, I'm going to have to sit in the sukkah. So he's, re- he's really not taking away a deoraita here. Because mid deoraita, it's the eighth day. That, but there was a time even in Bavel where the eighth day was Safik. Now when the eighth day was Safik, anyway, I have to sit in the sukkah. He was talking about that, uh, that period of time. So that's the way the Ritva wants to say in the, uh, in the opinion of Rabbi Yohanan. Okay? Oh, so he asked me Bal Tosif. So first of all, Bal Tosif is uh, only in a case where there's no possible Hayuf. Here, I have a possible Hayuf. If it's the seventh day, I'm high up to sit in the sukkah. If it's not the seventh no. And even if it's not the seventh day, so what am I doing? I'm sitting in a hut. Which means, I'm allowed to sit in a, in a hut on a normal... Uh, you know, I'm not making a barakah, so I'm sitting in a hut, no, the middle of the year I can sit in a hut. So therefore it's not, would not be considered doing something uh, that was subject to Bantosif. Comes the Gebran continues. Abar Hanan, new point. Umrim Zeman Bishimini Shilhag. Now there's a, there is a whole discussion. It should be just because uh, one of the, somebody asked this question: Legabe uh, sleeping in the sukkah on Shemini Atzeret, which is actually a very great machloket lishonim legabe the sleeping. Lalacha we sleep in the sukkah on Shemini Atzeret as well, because you have the same sefek. But the opinion of the Ravaya was that you don't sleep in the sukkah on. Uh, Shemini Atzeret. So the Mefarshim over here explain like this. That Abayah holds, we want you to sit in the sukkah because it's sefik. But, if you're going to follow the mitzvah 100% like you're supposed to, mm. it'll look like Baal Tosif. 
So then when we want you to make a shinui, don't do it 100%. So by not sleeping in the sukkah, that already shows you that, uh, you know, you're not, you're not fulfilling the mitzvah exactly. But you to sit in the sukkah, so what? People sit in the sukkah anyway to eat uh, all year round, because sit in the sukkah. Sleeping, they don't. The sleeping really uh, shows you that you're doing it for the uh, mitzvah, so to speak. So therefore, that was his opinion, that on the eighth day you would eat in the sukkah, but you would not sleep in the sukkah. Okay? You see, uh, the, the logic is, the logic is really like this. When you're eating in the sukkah and you're not making a beracha, this is really the sabara. When you're eating in the sukkah and you're not making a beracha, that's your hikir. That you're showing, it's different. Uh, this is questionable. Mashiach is sleeping, you never make a beracha. So therefore, you're not going to have any way to make a hikir to show that this is different. So therefore, that was the, those, that, those were that opinions that like you're sleeping on the eighth day. I told you, but we do sleep in the sukkah as well on the eighth day. In any event, comes the Gemara and says, regarding Shehayanu now, Amar Rabbi Yohanan, Omrim Zeman B'Shemini Shelchag. We say Shehayanu on Shemini Atzeret. Ve'en Omrim Zeman B'Shemini Shel Pesach. Well, on the seventh day of Pesach, which is also Yom Tov, we do not say Shehayanu. Ve'amar Rabbi Levi Barhama Beti Marav Hama Barhanina Teda. Now the Gemara is going to have to give logic. Why is the eighth day of Sukkot different than the seventh day of Pesach? Teda, Share Haluk begimul devarim. Well, the eighth day of Sukkot is different in three ways from Sukkot that preceded it. Besukkah, number one, the Gabesukkah. There's no Hayyuf Sukkah in Shemini Alsedet. Vilulav, there's no Hayyuf of Lulav. The Nisukh Hamayim, as well as the Mitzvah of Nisukh Hamayim, which pouring the water on the Mizbeah is only for seven days, not the eight. So what he's trying to say is, it's a different holiday. Where it's different than the seventh day of uh, Pesach, which is the same like all the other days. So therefore you don't get a separate Shehayanu. But Sheikh and Shemini Atzeret has its own uh, laws. You see, no more Sukkah, no more Lulav, no more Nisukh Hamayim. So therefore it's Haluk from the other days. Okay? But according to Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah had an opinion that said they actually made Nisukh Hamayim all eight days of the holiday. And not only did he say he do it eight days, but he held that the amount of water that they used was a log. So according to him, there's only going to be two differences. There's only going to be a difference within two, two items. Rashi. He's actually arguing on two things. The Kamat Tanakama Shlosha Lugim Bechol Yom. Tanakama held it's three log every day. Rabbi Yudah's opinion is it's one log eight days. So it's actually two two things he argues. Okay, so Rabbi Yudah, there's two differences. There's no Lulav on the eighth day and there's no Sukkah on the eighth day. So it's considered a separate holiday, so to speak, and therefore you make a Shehayanu. Good? If that's so, Shvi'i shel Pesach name hare haluk ba'achilat matzah. The seventh day is different than the first day. Legabe matzah. Why? The Amar Mor Laila Rishona Chova. The first night of Pesach there's an obligation to eat matzah. Mikan da'ilach reshut. So you see what? The seventh day is different than the first day. Here, if you're comparing this, the seven days of Sukkot to the eighth day, you're saying, here you have Lulav, and here you're not. So, so to do the same thing with Pesach. On the first night, you have Basah. On the last day, you're not. Can you compare? Is that, is that a fair comparison? Hatam milayla haluk, miyom eno haluk. Legabe Pesach, it's only different by night. Meaning the first night of Pesach is different than the seventh night. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> By Sukkot, even the day is different. Which means, is there any difference between the first day of Pesach and the seventh day of uh, Pesach? No difference. Day, day. Day, there's no difference. Which means you, you don't have to eat matzah on the first day of Pesach just as well as the seventh day of Pesach. So therefore, 
you're right, you found a difference halfway at night. Whereas on Sukkot, the difference between the seven days and the eighth day is a, is a full difference. It's not enough kamina by night as well as by day. That's already considered a chinuk. Enough to make a shechayanu. Good? Look at the Rashi. Miyom eno haluk ve'af yom tov rishon reshut. Exactly. Even the first day of yom tov Pesach, there's no obligation to eat masa. So therefore, that's the difference. Okay. Now, uh, the Mifashim will be have a very uh, interesting point, Sfat Emet. Sfat Emet wants to say like this. On the days of Hola Mu'ed, they say Hola Mu'ed Pesach, they're different uh, than the first days of Pesach. The Anyan, the Mitzvah of Achilat Matzah also. Which means, why do you got to go to the, to the last day? You could already go from Yom Tov Rishon of Pesach, where there's a hayyuv, let's say, to eat matzah. When the Gemara said you have a hayyuv to eat matzah, don't jump to the last day. Go already to Hulam Mu'id. So the Gemara had no haba, I mean, to think that you have to make shahiyan on Hulam Mu'id, because you're going from a Kiddushah Hamura to Kiddushah Kala. Which means going from Yom Tov Rishon, which is. Kadosh, no etc. To go to Hala Mu'ed, there was no Havamina to think that you would make a Shahiyanu going down. The only Havamina Gemara was from the first day to the last day where the Kiddushah is equal, could be, uh, uh, you'd have to make a Shahiyanu to that. The Gemara says, no, here you have to eat Matzah, here you're not Havamina to that. The Gemara rejects and says, the, that, uh, what are you talking about? The, 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 the Holy Chaluk is by night. And it's not by day, therefore they're really similar. Therefore you cannot make a shahiyano uh, on the seventh day. Yeah. yeah what's that going to do? Shahiyano is a separate, uh, separate thing. So Kabbalah says... Okay. Ravina different answer. Again, all we're giving answers now is why you make shahiyano on Shemini Aseret and not the seventh day of Pesach. What's the first answer? First answer, they're different. Which means Shemini Aseret is not Hayav in Sukkah, it's not Hayav in Lulav, it's not Hayav in Nisukhamayim. And even according to the opinion, it says it is Hayav in Nisukhamayim, so it's different to Gabay the other two items. Aye, what do you mean the first day of Pesach is different than the last day of Pesach, Gabay Hayyub Matzah? But that's only a difference in the nights, it's not a difference in the day. Second answer, Rabina Amar, Ze Haluk Mishlefanav, Veze Haluk Mishlefne Panav. Legabesh Mini Atzeret, the difference manifests itself from the day right before it. Which means, on the seventh day of Sukkot, Yahayav and Nunav, Yahayav and Sukkah, Yahayav and Sukhamayim, and the next day, day number eight, all those three things are off. So in such a case where it's obvious that it's different from the day before, to from 7 to 8, you see the difference, so therefore you're going to make a shehayanu. Masha'en ke'en legabe Pesach, it's haluk already, mishinifne panav. It's haluk already from the first, which you have 6 days uh, in between, or 5 days uh, in between, so that's already, doesn't call for a uh, shehayanu. Now you really don't understand the logic of... Why should it be that way? So the Mephashim say like this. This is Rashash says that the Shehiyanu is made on a time where the Hidush is Nikar, where the differences are evident. Okay? So he says like this. On Shemini Atzeret, you see, well, yesterday we, didn't do, we did all these things. Today, we're not doing any of these things. Obviously, it must be a separate holiday. Uh, uh, however, uh, Pesach, after the first day, already you're not eating matzah as a hayu for the rest of the, the holiday. So therefore the seventh day is not so nikar that it's uh, anything uh, special. You're right, it's different than the first day, matzah, let's say. Right? But 
It's not different than any other days. So therefore, you're not going to make a shihayana. It's only when it's clearly evident. Right? When you went from day 7 to 8, and there was a, uh, there was a change. Okay? Now we go to the next answer. The Papa Amar. Haka ketiv par. Hatam ketiv parim. Rashi. Kod yemeachag. The whole holiday of Sukkot. Kerebim parim. Harbe. Bulls. That's the Korbanot. Umit ma'atim ve'olchim. Now you start the first day of Sukkot 13. And you go down. The next day 12. The next day 11, etc. Ehad layom. Ad yom shivi'i, shikerebim parim shiva. Till you get to the seventh day, where you're down to seven parim. Now, the chaurah, shemini atzeret, if it's following Sukkot, you should bring six. Every day going down. Right? You start at 13. So by day eight, you should be down to six parim, but it doesn't say that by shemini atzeret. Shemini atzeret, what does it say? Shemini, pare hadle bado. You bring one part. So you broke sequence. So what does that show you? It's a separate holiday. Nimsa she'elo meseder she'areyamim she'yalo lakribo shisha. So from the fact that on the other days of Sukkot it says parim, plural, and on Shemini Asir he only brought one par, that shows you it's different. That's why you make a shahayanu. What? Next answer. Next answer. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzhak Amar Hacha ketiv bayom hatam ketiv ubayom. Which means every day of Sukkot says, Ubayom Hashini, Ubayom Hashilishi, Ubayom Arbi'i. Which means it's continuation. And on the second day, and on the third day. When it comes to the eighth day, it says, Bayom. The Vav is not there to connect it. Mashwa that the eighth day stands alone. The, 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 the Bayom Hashimini. You're right, but the, the Vav is saying that the eighth day stands alone. Because it's not connected to the holidays before. Because if it was connected, it would say, Ubayom. So that's the uh, proof that you see that it is indeed different than what deserves its own Shehayanu. Okay, we'll give another difference now. We're not finished. Amar, Hacha Ketiv Kamishpat. Hatam Ketiv Kamishpatam. By Shemini Atzer, when you bring the Korbanot, it says, like its law. Kamishpat. However, when you bring the Korbanot on Sukkot, it says, mm-hmm. like their laws. In point that all the laws of Sukkot are one law, and the law of Shimni Atzeret has its mm. own law, Kemishpat, if it's they. So therefore, that's another Hailu. Okay? Let's bring a uh, proof to Rabbi Hanan. That says Zman is on Shemini. Okay, it was all of Yohanan. We're only proofs here, right? For the Yohanan that they make Shayyanu on Shemini Aseret. Let me mesayile. Haparim, haelim, veakibasim. Now those are all the korbanot that you brought on Sukkot. You brought parim, elim, and kibasim every day. Meakibim zeetze. Meaning, if you don't have the right amount of any of these korbanot, none. You don't bring any. It's ma'akib. Meaning you have to bring 14 kibasim, 13 parim, uh, 2 elim. Every day you have a certain number. Yeah. If you're missing one of the group, it's ma'akib, the whole thing. V'nabi Yehuda Omer, parim and ma'akibim zeh Parim, if you don't have the right number, it's not going to be ma'akib, the whole group. Why? She'areh mitma'atim ve'olchim. Hey, listen, any way you see, the parim do not have a set number. Every day, you're bringing another day, you're starting with 13, and you go to 12. You go, so he wants to say, even if, let's say, on day 2, right. when you were supposed to bring 12, you, bring 11. you brought 11, it's like tomorrow. Right, exact parim, we're not going to hold you uh, to the number, if you're not able to, to bring the full amount. Okay? Rashi says, right. You see, the Torah changes the number every day. The Torah is not repeat so much. So therefore, even what you were supposed to bring on that day is not So they tell him, Are you going with that logic? You're going with the fact that it goes down? Well, I said it. They all change. 
the kibasim, the elim, and the parim. So therefore, the chara koti your logic. So therefore, uh, all the uh, not only parim, kibasim also should not be ma'akev, because the amount of kibasim you bring on sukkot is different than the amount you bring on. The eighth day, and the amount of elim that you bring on Sukkot is different than the amount you bring on. So why did you only make this haluk by parim? You said if you bought ah, so he answered back. Amalahen shemini regel of the atzmohu. Nice. What are you talking about? The eighth day is a holiday uh, on its own. So therefore, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you comparing? So all the Gemara is trying to prove is from this conversation over here. It's a separate holiday. You see, it's a separate holiday, and the Gemara says shekeshem sheshimat yemehad. Just like regarding the seven days of Sukkot, Te'unin Korban. Let's discuss the properties of Sukkot. Property number one is Korbanot. As we know, the Torah gives us details what type of Korbanot you have to bring on a Sukkot. Vishir, the Levim at the time that they brought the Korbanot during Sukkot. Every day of Sukkot there was a different Shir. But there was a certain theme of the song that they sang on Sukkot. The theme was Siddhaqah. Because since Sukkot is Haga Asif, that's the time where you're gathering all the wheat from the field, and that's the time that the Aniyim depend on Leke, Chikha, Pe'ah, all the entitlements that they get from the field. So the theme of the song of the Leviim throughout Sukkot all talked about Tzedakah, the Aniyim. So that's the Shir. In the world. Right. Ubracha, and there was a special Beracha. Now, the Gemara is going to tell us what Beracha specifically was made on Sukkot. Velina. Now what's the mitzvah of lina? The mitzvah of lina is like this. Salakha. Torah says, you go to the Yerushalayim on Sukkot, Shalosh Parim Mashana, you gotta go to Sukkot. And you gotta bring a korban. Korban the iya. Velo panai rekam. You have to bring a korban. Just by being seen in the Bet HaMikdash. But the the Torah says, that after you bring the korban, ufanita, uh, uh, which means after you'll go back to your tent. So the rabbis learned that you have to stay over one night in Yerushalayim, specifically the night after you brought the korban. Mm-hmm. Which means, let's say Yom Tov is on Monday. Right. So Yom Tov, you went to the Beit Hamikdash, you brought the korban, beautiful. Monday night, you have to sleep in Yerushalayim. Yeah, you cannot go back until Tuesday morning. Now the Chauda. Uh, maybe the pasuk is talking about you gotta go back. Ufanita baboker says ufanita baboker. You leave in the morning. I go back to your tent. Maybe it means Monday morning Yom Tov. Well, that can't be. They're not gonna tell you to travel on Yom Tov. So therefore, when it says in the pasuk ufanita baboker and you turn in the morning, must be talking about already what we would call the first day of Cholam which is just sleeping in Yerushalayim. Motzei Yom Tov Rishon. But say Yom Tov Rishon, you sleep in your that's mitzvah of Lina. Is that the next day anyway, Rabbi? That's yeah, no, as opposed to leaving on Yom Tov itself. I mean, you, but it's only one day Yom Tov, there, right? You're right. So you might think you have to leave on Yom Tov the first day of Yom Tov. You're there Sunday night. Mm. You uh, slept in Yerushalayim Sunday because you didn't do Sunday night. Or you, okay. you got to Yerushalayim even Monday morning. And bring your korban and, and then leave. What's the morning? Right. So look at that sheet. Look at the bottom of that sheet. Velina. Remind <laughs> <laughs> Simple reason. You gotta be there. On the day of Yom Tov, you have to be seen right. in the Hazara. That's the mitzvah to go to the Beit Hamikdash. Kach pirish beperek kamadros shana liraot ba'azara. Why? Kedel lehavi olot reiyah. You have to be korbanot. The ifshal no mar ve'raktalu alecha ela bechadoshil moed. Karbi halamoed. The kamlinem baboker alma hayav lalun motzei Yom Tov betokair. Now it goes even further because the Gemara here says the seven days of Sukkot. A subject to lina. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? That's seven days, only really the first night. The second night, the Yom Tov Rishon. So that she gives us a clown. Let's say the guy, he didn't bring his Quran till uh, Wednesday. He has to sleep Wednesday night in Yerushalayim. So therefore, the mitzvah of lina is 
subject to the entire seven days. So let's review the laws that apply to Sukkot. Number one, they have their own Qurbanot. Mm-hmm. Number two, it has its own Shir mm-hmm. every day. Uh, number three, it has the mitzvah of has a beracha, which we'll see what this beracha is, and also has lina. Av shemini, so to shemini atzeret, ta'on korban, it has its own korban, vishir, lam nasir ala shemini, u beracha, its own beracha, and also the law of lina. So now the Gemara says, my love, zman. And when you said it has its own beracha, what's this beracha that we're talking about? Shechayanu. Ah, so they have a proof to Rabbi Yochanan Oh, from that statement From that statement, from the fact that it says Sukkah has its own beracha And Shemri'at said it has its own beracha What is this beracha? Must be Shehiyanu Proof positive from a Braita That Rabbi Yochanan You're right you Hear the proof? That the Gebra says no Berkat Amazon Utfila Who told you? When it says for beracha It means right. when you're making Berkat Amazon Shemri'at said it She's still now on Sukkot, you're putting Hagasukot is there. When it says Lebraka, when you're making Berkat Amazon, when you're doing Tisidot, Yalev Yavo, exactly, you say Shemini Hagas said it as there. So who told you to say Shayanu? So you have no proof from the Braita. What was the Lina? Right. When you have to bring a Korban at Shemini Atzeret, so Motsa'esh Shemini Atzeret, you must sleep in Yerushalayim. But Korban of whatever, of that day. Korban of Hayyub of that day, Hagiga of that day. So comes the Gibran says, It makes sense the way you're learning. Why? The Isal Kadatak Zman. Because if you wanted to tell me it's Shehayanu, Zman calls Shiva'ami Ika. Do you make Shehayanu all seven days? Because we were comparing things that apply to the seven days of Sukkot to Shemini Atzeret. Do you make. Now, if you tell me it's Birkat Amazon, all week long when you make Birkat Amazon, you have to say Shemini Haga, you have to say Haga Sukkot mm-hmm. When you're praying the Amidah all week long, mm-hmm. you say, uh, I'm sorry, you say Haga Sukkot good. But if you tell me Shechayanu, do you make Shechayanu for seven days? No. So mm-hmm. it couldn't have meant Shechayanu. Gibran says, no. Ha'ala kashya. Tilo barich ha'idana bevarich lemachar ol yoma aharina. Gibran says, no. If you miss the first day, you make it on the second day. If you make it on the second day, make it on the third day. But you can really technically make Shehayanu all seven days. To give us hold it. Mikol makom any of the seven days, not all of them, any of the seven. Mikol makom kos ba'inan. To give us assuming you can only make Shehayanu if you have a, a kos. And the assumption is that on Cholam Mu'ed, the wine is not ready, readily available to people. On Yom Tov, they make sure they have wine. Right. So the Gemara is saying, how can you tell me you can make Shehayanu all seven days? The, the guys doesn't have uh, wine accessible to him. You have to remember, in those days, wine was uh, a commodity. Like uh, today, you have uh, abundance. So the Gemara is assuming, you, you can tell me to make Shehayanu all seven days? I mean, potential? There's no wine uh, available. And how do you have to make the Shehayanu on the wine? Yeah. So the Gemara says, Lema Misailin of Dahman. Like I tell you, no, this is coming from mm-hmm. Dahman's opinion. The Amar of Dahman, Zman, Omeh, Omro, Afilu, Bashuk. He says you can say Shehayanu even when you're walking in the marketplace. Yeah, which means Shehayanu doesn't have to be said specifically over a cup of wine. You're walking in the street in the middle of Sukkot on the fourth day. You remember, oh, I didn't say Shehayanu. Stop, Baruch, and Shehayanu came out, we got him as well as it. So the Gibra says, Di, Amar, Ba'in, and Kos. Because if you're going to tell me you need a Kos, Kos, Kod, Yomami, Ika. Does the guy have a Kos every day of Cholam Mu'ed? So the Gibra says, there's no proof. Dilma, Dikla, Dikos. Maybe we talk about a guy who has a Kos. Which means, I agree you can make Shehayanu any of the days. But the proof to me from there that you can make it any day that you don't need a Kos, that's no proof. Because I can tell you, we're talking about a case where the guy did have a Kos. The bottom line, you do see that what Shehayanu can be made any of the days. Now, the Sabar, the Bihuda, Shemini Ta'un Lina. Now again, I was going back for a second. You told me, the Biuda, that one of the properties of Shemini Atzeret is Lina. What does it mean, Lina? That you stay over Motsa'eh Shemini Atzeret, you have to sleep in Yerushalayim. So the Gemara is challenging. Does the Biuda hold that Shemini Atzeret is subject to the law of Lina? Ve'atanya, we have a Braita in the Biuda's name. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Minayin lePesach Sheni She'eno Ta'un Lina. Now Pesach Sheni we know is a month later, right? On the 14th day of Iyar. 
Now, you also have to be called Pesach. Whoever didn't bring Pesach Rishon brings up Pesach Shei. So the Gemaraz wants to know, how do you know when you went to Yerushalayim on that day for Pesach Shei that you don't have to sleep over that night? There's no Lina for Pesach Shei. Shei'emar, Ufanita baboker v'halachta lo alecha. By Pesach Rishon it says, you'll get up in the morning and you'll go back to your tent. And the next Pesach says, Uchtiv, Sheshit Yamim Tuchal Masot. Now, it compares the mitzvah of Lina to six days. To teach us, Et she ta'un shisha ta'un Lina. Et she eno ta'un shisha, eno ta'un Lina. Which means only holidays that have six days following them. Like Pesach, yeah. the first day, followed by six days. Those type of holidays are subject to Lina. Right. From the fact that Torah juxtaposes Lina to Sheshit Yamim, yeah. Teaches us what type of holidays are subject to lina. So therefore, the Gemara says, "Lemeute mai." What is it coming to exclude? Lav lemeute name shemini shel hag, which means to the exclusion of shemini atzeret. Shemini atzeret is a one-day holiday. There's no six days following. No following it. Right? You understand the Gemara's proof? You understand the Havamina? The pasuk says. I didn't say Sukkot, I said Shemini Aseret. Because Shemini Aseret doesn't have six days following it. Shemini Aseret is one day holiday. We're talking about Vesit Shemini, I don't know why we're jumping. We don't have to, well, to learn from that. Could it also exclude Shemini Aseret as well? What's the difference between Pesach Shemini? What's the difference between Pesach Shemini and Shemini Aseret? Both are similar that they don't have six days following it. So the Gibraltar, it's also, Nabi, it's also coming to exclude Shemini Aseret. Because it has seven, not six, before it. No. Not talking about before it. It doesn't have after, after it. After, after. Again, the pa- yes, which means by Pesach you have to stay over the first night. And what type of Pesach? What type of holiday is Pesach? That's a six-day holiday following the Lina. It's one day. Following the Lina is nothing. Following the Lina is whole. And therefore, the Gemara wants to say, in the name of Rabbi Yehuda, that from the pasuk. Juxtaposing Fanita Baboker Valakhtalu Alech, followed by Shesha Jamin, is teach me only only holidays of six days. So the Gabriel says, Lo, Lemeute Pesar Shani, the Kivate. It's only coming to exclude holidays similar to Pesach, meaning Pesach Shani. But it's not coming to exclude Shemini Atzeret, which means, where was, was the context of the Pasuk, Fanita Babu said? By Pesach. So it's only coming to exclude something that's similar to Pesach. What's similar to Pesach? Pesach Shemini. But it's not coming to exclude Shemini Atzeret. Therefore, there's the law of Lina as well. Nashi, Lemute Pesach Shemini de Kevate, Eno Mimait Eda Pesach Shemini Libado. Because the Pasuk of Lina is Pesach. And Pesach comes from the Shavuot. The Shavuot is also a one-dayer. And the Shavuot is also a one-dayer. Correct. Even though it doesn't have seven days, not Shavuot, not Shemini Atzeret, you have Lina. Good. Only Pesach Shani was coming to exclude. It makes sense to say this. Why? Okay, what is Bikurim? You bring your first fruits every year to Yerushalayim yeah. in a basket, you give it to the Kohen. First fruits meaning from the seven species of Eristel, Eristel, Orav, Egef, Rotorav, Edemon, Zeh, Shemen, Udvash. Okay? Now, at the time that you bring the Bikurim, number one, Te'unim Korban. You bring a special Korban. Korban Shelamim. How do you have to bring a Korban Shelamim? Because the Pasuk by Bikurim says, Vesamachta. Okay, and you'll rejoice. And we know that there's no Simha without Shilamim. Because the Pasuk says, Vezabachta Shilamim, Veachalta, Vezamachta. Which is the Simha is where? With Shilamim. So then we know by Bikurim you have to bring Shilamim. Veshir. You also have to sing a special shir at the time of the Bikurim. How do you know that? Because it says, tov, And we have a pasuk in Yehazkeel that refers to singing as Tov. The pasuk says, Yefekol umetiv nagen. So then we, Yefekol umetiv. The call is good. And what's the song that they sang? That she brings down, they sing, That was the uh, that they read at the time of the uh, Bikurim. 
Now, Another thing that Bikurim needs is what? Tinufa. What is Tinufa? You have to wave the basket. Up and down and uh, across. Velina. And the guy that's bringing the Bikurim also has to sleep over that night in Yerushalayim. Now let's analyze. Is Bikurim a seven day holiday? No. No. So you see over here that obviously you have other situations where you need Lina even though it's not a seven day holiday. So just like by Bikurim, it needs Lina. So to I can tell you Shemini Asir, it also is subject to Lina as well. Good? Mm-hmm. So Gebra says, Man Shamat le Da'amar Tinufa. Now, who's the opinion that holds Bikurim needs Tinufa? Rabbi Yudai. Now, the Ka'amar Ta'unina. And it still says that you need Dina. Which means one of the things Bikurim needs is Tinufa. You have to wave it. And we know who's the opinion that says Bikurim needs Tinufa? The Biyuda. So we know this bright that must be going like the Biyuda. And he also says in that Brayta you need Lina. Lina. Right. So what do you see? Rabbi Yudah himself holds that items that are not seven day holidays are subject to Lina. And then what do you see? Shemini outside it as well will be subject to Lina. And the Pasuk was only coming to exclude Pesach Shemini. Again, Rabbi Yudah early in the Brayta said Shemini outside it is not Lina. Fact. So it comes again and says, hold it. Rabbi Uday, he holds Lina for Shemini Atzeret. Well, he was the one that said six day holidays, seven day holidays. He learned the Hikesh from Ufarita Bukh Barakhtad or Alechet Hashem Shemim. So he says, no, 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 no. That was only for Pesach. The Pesach Shemim was coming to exclude. But Shemini Atzeret, you do Lina. So the Gemara says, I'll prove to you that you do Lina. Because he also holds by Bikurim that you do Lina. Because we have a Brayta that says it as well. And how do we know that he's the opinion of the Brayta? Because the Brayta also says you do Tinufa. And we know the Buddha is the opinion that says by Bikurim you do Tinufa. So therefore, you don't need six days, seven day holiday for Lina. The Tanya, now we're going to prove that the Buddha holds you need Tinufa. The Buddha Omer, Vinnahto. Says, what do you do with the basket of uh, of the bikurim? You place it in front of the mizbeach. So that it says zu tenufa. Vinachto is referring to tenufa. Now, how can the word vinachto? Vinachto means put it down. How can the word vinachto mean waved? So the atah omer zu tenufa or enu elahana hamamash. Means take the basket and put it down next to the mizbeach. Where's your tenufa? Kishu omer viniho. <laughs> the Pasuk already before said you put it next to the Mizbayah. <laughs> it says, Vinnihod, and it says, Vinnahto. Hare, Hanaha Amur. Hama Ali Mikayim, Vinnahto, Zutinufa. Which means, must be you place it down once, and you place it down a second time. Right. Must be you doing something in between. It means, must be the guy must take the basket and make the Nufa, and then again it's placed down <laughs> next to the Mizbayah. Again, the Torah says, Vinnihod. Mm. Take the basket, put it down next to the mizbeach. Okay, you put it down. Then it says, "Then the What do you mean? It's down already. I place it down already. It must be something happened in between that it was taken, lifted up before it was put down again. What was done in between? The waving. The waving. That's his raya. Good. Vedilma goes hold it. Vedilma Rabbi ben Yaakovi. You're telling me that the opinion that says you need tenufa is Rabbi Yehuda. Maybe it's somebody else. Maybe it's Rabbi Ezebin Yaakov. Now, why is this a question? Because if it's Rabbi Ezebin Yaakov, then already the bright does not go like Rabbi Yehuda. So you haven't proven that Bikurim needs Lina. And therefore, you have a question by Shri Alzeret. So the Gemara says, It says, And the Kohen will take the basket from your hands. Limed ala Bikurim shita'unim tirufa. From this word, it says you'll take it from uh, your hands. From here, you learn tirufa. The Bible says when Yaakov. So the Bible says, "My time, the Bible says when Yaakov." What do you see in this pasuk tirufa? It just says the coin takes the basket from your hands. So the Gemara says, "At ya yad yad mishlamim." Oh, where begins the Rashi? It says the word yad by bikurim. Take it from your hands. The coin takes it from the Israel's hands, and it says by shlamim also 
The word yad, meaning hands. Ketiva achav elokach akonet tenem yadecha. Ochtiva atam by shelamim yadav tivien. His hands will bring et tishe Hashem. So the Gemara now, Kotabezman Yaakov makes a hekesh and says, Ma kan kohen, just like uh, by the uh, kan, kan is by Bikurim. Who's taken the Bikurim? Vilakach ha kohen. Okay? So just like by Bikurim, it's the kohen. Aflalan kohen. So to by Shilamim, who takes it? The kohen. Umalalan be'alim. And just like by the Shilamim, it's the Ba'alim, because it says Yadav to be Enna, that's referring to the Ba'alim, Afkan Ba'alim. Now, what the Gemara is saying is there's a hekesh between Bikurim and Shilamim. Let's go slow. But Bikurim, who's taking? Now, when he learns taking, he's waving. Okay? So who's doing the waving by the Bikurim? Go ahead. Oh, so it says Yad, it says Yad, just like this is the Kohen. Like, ah, Kohen, he does the waving. For Shilamim, he also does the waving. Oh, but by Shilamim it says, Yadav to be in there. Yadav is the Yisrael. Oh, so just by Shilamim, is the Yisrael that's doing the waving? So to by Bikurim, it's Yisrael doing the waving. Hey, make up your mind. Who's doing the waving? So the Gemara says, Hakesad, Kohen maniyah yado ta'ad yad be'alim u'meniv. They do it together. Now the sport says, don't be fooled into thinking that the Kohen puts his hand under the basket and then you say puts his hand underneath the hands of the Kohen and they wave because that would be a Hatzitzah because the hands of the Menit have to actually touch the basket so it doesn't mean that means the Kohen's hands are under the basket and he stays on top of the basket at the rim and they make the tinufa like that. But the hands must be on the basket itself. Look at the bottom tosfot. The bottom tosfot. Lav davka ka'amar ta'had yada ba'alim mamash. Dim ken, hav ya haptitza bina keli u bina kohen. Right. Okay? So if you just go a couple of lines down. Ela kedetnan gabe sal shabikurim ohazo besiftotav. He holds it by the lip of the keli, underneath meaning from the bottom of the keli. Comes the Gemara and concludes, What's the bottom line? Do you make Shehiyanu and Shemini Atzeret or not? Now what's the question? I'll explain you the question of the Gemara. Rabbi Yohanan said you did. We tried to bring a proof from a Braita for Rabbi Yohanan. We weren't successful. Because we said that on Shemini Atzeret that you make a Beracha. What's this Beracha? Beracha is not Shehiyanu. Beracha is for Berkat Amazon and for Tefillah. So you have no proof that on Shemini Atzeret you say Shehiyanu. Because if you're supposed to say Shehiyanu, the brighter should have said, that's another item you do on Shemini Atzeret. You do Zman. So therefore, what is the Alakha? Do you follow the Yohanan? Or don't you? That Gemara says, Rav Nachman Amar Omrim Zeman B'Shemini Shilhag. Rav Sheshat Amar En Omrim Zeman B'Shemini Shilhag. Milcheta Omrim Zeman B'Shemini Shilhag. Tanya Kevateh Rav Nachman. We have a proof to Rav Nachman that says, you say Shayyanu, because we have a statement. Shemini Regel B'Fnei Atzmo Le'anyan Pazer Kashif. Which is regarding these six items, Shemini Atzmo is a separate holiday. What are the six items? It's own lottery, meaning like this. On Sukkot, you have many korbanot on the six day, on the seven days of Sukkot. Fourteen kevasim every day. Thirteen parim going down. You have elim. So what they did was you had all the twenty-four mishmarot. You didn't have to make a lottery in the mishmarot. You just would divvy out between all the mishmarot, all the korbanot of the hag. Some Mishmarot would actually get two chances, and some Mishmarot would even get three chances. There was no need to make a lottery because everybody's going to get a fair chance on Sukkot. Because there's so many Korbanot. Wow. More than 24 minutes. Kadai. Yeah. But on Shemini Atzeret, there was a few Korbanot. Now, how are you going to divide the Korbanot of Shemini Atzeret amongst 24 Mishmarot? So, what they did is a pious. They made a lottery. So, that's the pair of Tazir. Okay? Now what's the next item? Zman Right there. There's your proof. The Zion is standing for Zman, which is Shahyanu. So you see clearly make Shahyanu. Now, 
regel b'fnei atzmo, it's pazir. What does regel b'fnei atzmo mean? So that she says, she'en yushvim basukah. Oh, it's its own holiday that you don't sit in the sukkah. Okay. Right? According to those opinions that we learned earlier, right. that you don't sit in the sukkah. Now what's the kof? Korban b'fnei atzmo. As we know, it doesn't follow the parim of sukkot. Right? It has its own holidays. Shira b'fnei atzmo. Like we said, it says, Lam nasal ha-sheminit. And beracha b'fnei atzmo. Now beracha b'fnei atzmo, as she says, et yom ha-shemini. That's referring to Bikat Namazon and Tefillah. Now, there's another opinion of beracha is actually the beracha of the melech. Let me just review this quickly to you. On Sukkot, on Shemini, on Sukkot, on the times of Shilomah Melech. That was the day, they, they, the holiday, where they inaugurated the Bet HaMikdash. After the holiday was over on Shemini Atzeret, it says they made a special Beracha to the king. And therefore, subsequently years after, the custom was to make a special Beracha to commemorate that event that took place in the times of Shilomah. So someone alone, when it says Beracha, the Berachah of Shemini Atzeret is referring to the special Berkat HaMelech. Now she doesn't learn that way. Now she's learning the Berachah is referring to Yom Shemini Hag Atzeret. But he does bring down that uh, there are opinions that say it was referring to indeed Berkat HaMelech. Now, it should be noted in the Tosafot. Tosafot, in the name of Rabbeinu Tam, he wants to come along and say that when it says Regel, Right, how did that she learn the regel? He learned that you don't sit in the sukkah. Right. Tosfot learns different. He learns that it's a regel that needs lina. So the regel according to Tosfot is a is a lina item. It's like sukkot needs lina. Shimni said it also needs lina. Now, uh, according to Rabbi Hananel, he learned that it's a regel inyan the laws of avilut. Oh, Meaning, break. yes, if somebody has for shalom uh, passed away before Sukkot, okay, so the Sukkot is going to break the Shiva'ah, and the Shemini Atzeri will break the Shloshim. Wow. That's what it means it's a regal Nifnatsmo. Wow. And he has the status of a separate regal to break the next stage of the uh, Avelut. Okay, and anyway, that's the way the uh, Tosfot wants to understand. <laughs>